I wanted to add a quick pre-roll to all episodes to tell you about a live in-person event I am running on Friday the 28th of June in Barnes, Southwest London. It's called Dare Greatly in the Coaching Arena. Together we will get hyper-focused on your most effective two to three personal strategies to propel your business forward. You will stop overanalyzing and second-guessing when you meet your new business besties to brainstorm, support, and problem-solve with. You will leave having outlined your vision and strategy with a newfound sense of connection and focus. I haven't gone into detail as to exactly what we're going to cover on the day yet, so I have opened up a waitlist to ask for the greatest themes coming up right now, and then I will build the event around that. So you can join the waitlist. The link is in the show notes just for the next week or so. There is a special offer of £97 for the full day, including lunch and everything, only for those on the waitlist. So if you are interested in hearing more with no commitment at all at this stage until I fully confirm the agenda, then do sign up for the waitlist this week. You will find the link in the show notes to the waitlist and sign up now. I don't do live events often and I can't wait to meet you. Hello and welcome to Women in the Coaching Arena podcast. I'm so glad you're here. I'm Jo Lott, a business mentor and ICF accredited coach, and I help coaches to build brilliant businesses. I know that when you prepare to enter the arena, there is fear, self-doubt, comparison, anxiety, uncertainty, you can tend to armor up and protect yourself from vulnerability. In this podcast, I'll be sharing honest, not hype, practical and emotional tools to support you to make the difference that you're here for. Dare greatly, you belong in this arena. Hello, welcome to episode 45 of Women in the Coaching Arena. I am so glad you are here. Today, I'm going to talk about how to be a successful solopreneur because most aspiring entrepreneurs or solopreneurs get stuck in that planning phase. They dream big, but often fail to act. And I see this time and time again, which is why I'm so excited to do this episode. To build your empire, you must take that first step. Today, I will talk about how to shift from dreaming to doing. I'm going to outline 10 steps as your roadmap, and this will be the blueprint to your success. So let's break it down step by step. Whether you are a new or established entrepreneur or solopreneur, these steps are relevant regardless. So I hope they bring you huge clarity. So step one, identify your strengths. So firstly, we need to understand your strengths, what you are naturally good at. And this insight is crucial for finding your niche. I like to take my clients through a full life reflection that often brings up niches that they had never even considered. I love the fact that you are unique. You are the only one person who has experienced all the different things that you have experienced. And those lessons are usually the key to your niche. And that leads me perfectly into step two, which is embrace an obsession. You need to find something that drives you, that you are motivated by. This obsession will be your fuel in your business and it is required. I do not think you can build a business unless you are obsessed by that business, especially those first two years when, yes, it's hard. There is so much to do. There is so much to build. 
you do need to be obsessed to keep going to take action and to do the things required to build your business. Leading perfectly into step three, which is master your craft. So now it's time to combine your skills and your obsession. Mastery comes from consistent practice. People often want it to be easier than it is, especially with regards to marketing. It's like, just tell me exactly what to say. But the thing is, you need to learn this skill because you need to say it every single day and in several different ways. So it can't always be a cut and paste script. You need to learn to love and practice marketing. It's a bit like coaching. You need to realize it is multifaceted and there is a lot to learn. And just like coaching, it is something that you practice time and time and time again to get good at. And there is no such thing as done. It's a lifelong skill, just like any other skill that we master. The same goes for your actual craft. So your actual coaching or your delivery method. Again, it never stops. I'm refining my program massively at the moment and it's been running for two and a half years and I'm learning every single day how to make it better, continue to refine again and again and again. So continue to reflect, refine, get feedback, think about what else, where are people getting stuck, how can I make that better? Really think about how you can make your product, in other words, your coaching service, the best that it could possibly be. Step four is share your journey. So do share those learnings publicly. If you are in the middle of your coach training, share about that. Share what you learned today. Share how you found the journey so far. Publicly sharing your journey will build authenticity and connect you with your audience. No one wants a perfectly done person. Everyone wants to see your journey and then they cannot help but want to support you. So show as much of that journey as you possibly can while you are building it. Step five is attract your tribe. So by sharing your story, you will start to attract people who resonate with your message. And this is how you build your community. It certainly happened for me. And I was helping loads and loads of coaches who were contacting me saying, I see you're a career coach. I see you're out there. You're doing all these things. Do you mind sharing how you're doing that? So then I started to share how I was doing that and that's who I attracted in. So often people create a niche, but really you need to also just start noticing who's coming to you. And I know loads of other people have had the same. My friend Faye Wallace, who I talk about a lot, was running a general career coaching business, but then she realized nearly everyone were HR professionals wanting to change career. So she eventually niched into that. So it's about constantly noticing who are you attracting and that will help you to continue to refine your niche, your audience, your tribe, so you become a niche of one. Step six is to solve problems, listen to your audience or your network, identify their challenges and think about how you can solve them. It surprises me all the time how little we realize that people pay to fix problems. They don't pay for coaching as such. They pay to have a better relationship with their husband. They pay to get that next promotion or to get to that next level in their business. That is what we are paying for. So I think the more we can realize and hone in on particular problems, those exact challenges that people need solving, the more money you will make in your business. 
leading me perfectly into step seven. So this is to package your solutions. So develop services that provide solutions to those problems. It can be a complete solution. For example, my program will help you to build your whole coaching business, but it could be a micro problem as part of that. Like I could niche into helping people niche, or I could niche into email marketing, or I could niche into sales. So it depends on what you want to do as to which part of the problem you want to solve. Do you want to take them on that big transformation from having no idea where to begin to having that fully fledged thriving business? Or do you want to have a shorter transformation, which might just be one small stage of that? If, for example, it's a leadership challenge, do you want them to communicate better or do you want to help them become a better leader? There are so many different ways of doing it. So really think about those solutions. If you want to look back to episode 10 of this podcast, it's on how to create a signature coaching program. So that will help go deeper into exactly how to package your solution into something that people understand enough to pay for. Okay, step eight is to establish your coaching practice. So now you roughly know who you're helping and how you're helping them. We need to set up your business, define your rates, create a great client onboarding process, create your website, create your profiles. All of those things will build as part of your business. So this is the part where we really take your ideas and we start bringing them into a strong business and a strong brand. Step nine is to build strong client relationships. Relationships build your business. So if you aren't sure what the purpose of marketing is, it is all about building relationships. So if you're thinking it's sleazy or anything along those lines, just go back to you are just building a relationship with people. You are actually trying to help them make progress in their life. We need to get rid of this chore that most people think marketing is. I am here today. This is marketing. This is my Friday night. And I am here talking to you because I hear from you all the time that this makes a difference. So this for me is an absolute joy of building a relationship with you and helping you to move forward. So the more you can turn that in your mind of building your business, helping as many people as you possibly can, then you will start to reap the rewards from that. You also want to build strong client relationships so those people want to continue to work with you and become lifelong advocates and refer other people your way. I am so lucky that my word of the year is championing and I wrote in brackets both me them and them me and that's exactly what it feels like for my clients. I will champion them like no one else and they luckily for me champion me in return. So that is what you want for your business and for your clients because they will then feed your business as you continue to grow. So finally we have reached step 10 so expand your impact through collaboration and networking. Now is the time to broaden your reach by collaborating with other people and engaging in networking. Back to our earlier point of marketing, it's all about building your relationships and the more people that know about your service, the better. How can you borrow other people's audiences or networks by asking them if they will share your things, by offering to do a talk for them? How can you continue to get in front of more and more people? Audience building for me has been the biggest learning I've had in the last couple of years. There's no point putting stuff out to a stagnant audience. It's about how can you get more people 
learning about your services. That might be through paid advertising. That might be through you hitting connect on LinkedIn or trying to grow your followers on TikTok or Instagram, however you like to do it. But it's about how can you get in front of people who has your ideal client and how can you go and speak to those people. So let's look at some really inspiring coaches who have succeeded and now built huge brands based on these 10 principles. Marie Forleo is an influential life coach and motivational speaker. She focuses on helping entrepreneurs create the life they love through business development and personal growth. She worked for absolutely years, I think it was 10 plus years before she felt successful or before she really achieved success. So I love knowing those stories because I think often we want that overnight success. We don't want to do the hard slog. And all of the people I mentioned now have done the hard slog. And that is what it takes to be a successful solopreneur or entrepreneur. So let's look at the biggest one. I think I know Tony Robbins. Obviously, he has a large organization now, but he did start as a solopreneur. And he is a prime example of how far you can go in the coaching industry. He is a life coach, self-help author, and motivational speaker, and he has done it all through showing up so big, so much with the idea of service. How can he make people's life better today? I think that's one of his quotes, like, how can you continue to add value? How can you do something to make people happier today? Mel Robbins, The Five Second Rule, also started as a solopreneur. Her approach is straightforward, action-orientated, focusing on helping people overcome procrastination and be more courageous in their personal and professional lives. Brendan Bouchard is my next one. I love listening to his podcast. If you haven't listened, I would highly recommend it. He focuses on high-performance habits and he has high energy and focuses on performance and productivity. He has this great practice of every morning thinking, What's one small thing I can do to surprise someone today? And I absolutely love that. I haven't implemented it every single day, I must admit, but I would love to do it because doing good things for people makes you happy and it makes them happy. So can you imagine if you, like him, could implement that small thing? What could I do to make someone happy today? And for example, in my end of year planning workshop for coaches, I invited them to voice note someone there and then voice note someone that have made a massive difference in their life in 2023 and say thank you. And they absolutely loved it, as did the people that received those messages. And my final example today is Gabby Bernstein, because I am on her spiritual manifestation 21 day challenge right now. She is combining life coaching techniques with spiritual principles. She's been going a really long time. She has showed up. She has borrowed a lot of people's audiences. I've heard her on loads and loads of different podcasts. And that is how she has grown her business. So each one of these coaches has a unique approach and area of expertise. They all started as solopreneurs, inspiring for us all, building their brand and clientele from the ground up. They are excellent examples that we can use to continue to grow our own personal brands, create value and create impactful coaching programs. Stepping into solopreneurship can be daunting, but it is necessary for growth. Start small, create consistently, don't aim for perfection. Remember, start now, get perfect later, because perfect never comes. 
So to wrap up, the key to successful solopreneurship is about taking action and staying committed to your passion, to your obsession. Ask yourself, what is one small step that you can take today for your future self? So thank you for listening. If you enjoyed the episode, do drop me a line and let me know. I'm on LinkedIn as Joanna Lott or Instagram as Joanna Lott Coaching. And I would love it if you would leave me a review and rating. It really helps me to get the algorithm, getting this podcast out to more people. And like I say at the end of every episode, trust yourself, believe in yourself and be the wise gardener who keeps on watering the seed. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Women in the Coaching Arena. I have a mass of free resources on my website, joannalotcoaching.com. That's Joanna with an A and Lot with two Ts, joannalotcoaching.com. And I'll also put links in the show notes below. Let me know if you found this episode useful, share it with a friend and leave me a review and I will personally thank you for that. Remember to trust yourself, believe in yourself and be the wise gardener who keeps on watering the seed. Get into the arena, dare greatly.